Well, hello. Welcome back to Intimate with Sunflower Jones. Uh, thank you for tuning in again with your neighborhood homegirl. And um, this week has been exciting, uh, at least for me, because anytime I can learn, I think that's a beautiful opportunity. Um, and this whole week, I've learned about myself just through my interactions with other people. And that got me to thinking that this episode should be about discernment. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. Or I'm going to discuss it. But then again, you guys can always send me emails and we can get to talking about it. Because I'm always down to just, you know, open the floor up. Okay? So, let's go ahead and get ourselves ready for this. Okay, guys, discernment is the word of the week. Now, when it comes to discernment, I'm noticing a lot of people genuinely don't really know the full-on definition. So, when it comes to discernment, according to Webster, it means the faculty of discerning, discrimination, acuteness of judgment, and understanding, the act or instance of discerning. And discerning means, okay, because I got y'all on that too. Or more so to discern is to perceive by the sight or some other sense or by the intellect, see, recognize, or apprehend, or to distinguish mentally, recognize as distinct or different discriminant. And the last one is to distinguish or to discriminate. The reason I bring up discernment is discernment plays a very big role in self-accountability. Discernment saves us from heartbreak that can be bigger than what it needs to be. Discernment helps us figure out exactly what's good for us and what isn't just to our own standard of something being good. Now, the reason discernment weighed real big this whole week for me is because discernment helps you figure out who stays in your life and who doesn't. For example, you can use your discernment to figure out should a relationship continue or not, right? When you don't use your discernment, You will ignore red flags. You will become resentful. You become real angry inside. And that anger starts off being you're mad at the other person. But then ultimately, the anger isn't for the other person. The anger is because you're mad at yourself. Because you couldn't accept the fact that you knew better. And see, what discernment does is It shows you to you. It's you showing to yourself that you know better. And so you'll do better. For example, let's create us a fictional relationship. And we're going to go use this relationship for the entirety of the episode. Mary and John are together. Right? Mary has a red flag. 
she doesn't really like to date men who do not live on their own, right? John is a man who she enjoys. She likes spending time with him. She doesn't know she'll take him serious just yet. But as time goes on, she realized her red flag is he doesn't have his own place. And she chooses to use her discernment to go, you know what? I'm not going to further this relationship because this is a comfort that I would like, I would want, and this ain't working out. What Mary did was she used her discernment. She knew that wherever she was going in life, this was not the kind of partner she wanted, no matter how high on the list it is or how low on the list it is. It was on her list of things to discern, and John just didn't fit the criteria. And that's where we fail as people sometimes. Because we create a criteria of the kind of people and partners we want to deal with. And then we don't stick to our guns about the criteria. We can't say that we want our first child to be someone else's first child. When they already have children, because then you have to sit down with yourself and go, okay, is this really a part of my discernment or not? But of course, discernment definitely starts with you. You have to know who you are as a person and what you will and will not put up with. And when you don't have those things, it makes it a little harder too discriminate what you will and will not put up with and that is really where a lot of miscommunication comes from is because people lack discernment and then they try to make it other people's problem for example I was having a conversation with a friend today and as we were talking about what you know it discernment We had a conversation and maybe I may not be the world's greatest feminist. I myself consider myself a womanist, but I do feel a lot of pain can be avoided if discernment was used more. If as a woman, I feel like my time is valuable, the first time a man shows me that my time is not valuable to him. I It's up to me to make the decision to deal with this man further or to cut my losses. Right? Now, the problem is, is, as many of us in the world are, is we try to give people a second chance. We try to show them that there is somebody in their corner because we don't want to give up on people because we don't want people to give up on us. So it's that hope that we cling on to that we hope this person will change, that I'm going to sit and talk to this person and tell them why I didn't like this. And then you do sit down with the person and you tell them why you didn't like it. And then they continue. And now you're even more double down because you're like, wow, they continued. Why didn't they? Yet you can't bring yourself to walk away. You can't bring yourself To use your discernment to go, this no longer serves me, so I need to separate myself from this. And it can be with anything. 
It can be a person. It could be a place. It could be a thing. It could be a habit. When you use discernment, you are using your discipline and your self-love to help navigate what enters and exits your life. Discernment allows for no reason for resentment to show up. It allows for you to truly be at peace with the choices you make because you stand by them. Discernment allows for boundaries to be created and stood by. Discernment allows you to see who really does want to be in your life. Because if you do express to somebody how you don't like how they did something, and instead of them taking it seriously, they kind of brushed it off, that shows you and your discernment like, oh, okay, maybe this is not going to work out. Maybe I put a little bit too much stock into this. And then at that point, you start to work on, all right, how do I separate myself? You know what I mean? Well, obviously, you know, you guys ain't talking back, but that's fine. (laughs) Either way, though, working on your discernment does a lot because it allows for you to further grow as a person. It allows for you to build the lasting relationships that you want. And it allows for you to correct your own behavior without feeling like someone else had to correct it for you. And that has to count for something. I mean, if that doesn't, I really don't know what else to tell you guys. But I, too, am living this experience with y'all, so I'm not too sure either. But, like I said, everyone could use a bit of discernment. Just a bit. And the upside is, I won't just lecture you guys on discernment. I will tell you about how you can discern just a smidge better. some tips at least that I used and tricks that helped me become better at discerning tip one get you a notebook if you can try to keep up with it you can make this a notes on your phone write down all of the things you do not like from food to places to things to character traits and next to them explain why you don't like them just and then look back on it occasionally because what it'll do is it'll be a reminder of what you don't like and why and if you encounter something that makes you change your mind take it off the list add to the list or whatever else have you that's tip one or trick one trick two say no Don't give an explanation. If you really don't want to do something, say no. I promise you, it may be hard in the beginning, but the more you do it, the better you will feel. Only because saying no allows for you to truly make the choice of dealing with things you only want to deal with. Tip number three. Only go to places that make you feel good. Get familiar with feeling good, feeling happy, um, being joyful, being grateful, 
Because the more you feel like that, when you don't feel so good and it's from a source outside of yourself and you can sit back and know that, okay, I did what I could. This is what it is. And you can move on. It's quicker for you to process and you can get right back to joy. I promise you. And my ultimate number one favorite tip about discerning is get yourself a plant. I know it sounds cliche. I am a plant mom myself. Get yourself a plant. Start slow with something very low maintenance, like a succulent. And each day, well, week more so, because that's how they should be watered. Water it once a week. Build that new habit. And then take your time to really just dedicate yourself to said plant. And the way you'll start to build and care for that plant at some point, name that plant after you. And then the way you cater to and care for this plant, the more you realize that you'll be discerning what you give the plant. You'll discern how often you give it light because you want to take care of it. You'll discern how often you water it because you don't want its roots to rot. You'll make sure you'll clean it more. You'll take care of it. It will become an extension of you. And that will definitely show you how to discern better in your life. But if you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. If you are interested in getting to know more about me, you can definitely send me questions at my email address, which is sunflowerjones3 at outlook.com. <coughs> I also have an Instagram which is Lemon Sunflower Jones. You can uh, DM me also. You can send me questions. You can ask for advice. Um, if you want to share a joke, share a joke. Um, if you want to plug, I'm down for doing that too. But um, go off. Enjoy the week. And go after everything they said you couldn't have. <laughs>